Good morning, Bridge family. It is always an absolute honor to get to share a message with you. And I know we're not in the same room, but I'm picturing your smiling faces. And I know that God is with you and I right at this moment. And he is speaking and working even now. I think we can all agree that there is a lot going on right now. But as Pastor Brian has reminded us over the past four weeks, Christians are called to respond differently to what is going on in the world. We are called to unity and love, especially with those who we disagree with. Jesus calls us to respond in prayer, not anger or frustration. And Holy Spirit within us enables us to actually do this. It is God's will for us. And thankfully, he is the one who helps us as we surrender to his leading and not our own. This week, as important as it is that you are engaged and vote, if you haven't already, it is more important that we remember that God is our truth. God is our foundation and God is the one we look to as our source of wisdom and authority. And I'm so thankful for that. How about you? I'm grateful that our eternal, all-powerful, ever-present God is the one I place my life and my hope in. Today's sermon and each sermon this month we are going to focus on different aspects of who God is and what he has done for us that we can be grateful for. Actually, I have to give credit to Gavin for today's sermon theme. We were sitting down to lunch last week and as much as 2020 has been a trying time, can I just say that one thing I'm thankful for is that both of us working from home means we get to eat lunch together each day. So anyway, I asked Gavin, what is one characteristic of God that he is thankful for? And he kind of ummed for a bit. Poor bloke, his brain was still in work mode and wasn't expecting to be asked a deep question while eating his sandwich. But he thought for a bit and then he said, God's consistency and I was like yes that is such a good one I'm using it of course I have to fancy it up a bit you know make it sound more theological and highbrow so today we are going to talk about God's immutability despite what it might sound like this word is not about God being put on mute or perhaps putting us on mute. Immutability is actually a word meaning unchanging. Immutability refers to God's eternally unchanging character. God is complete and perfect in himself from eternity to eternity. You see, there is nothing for God to become. It is for this reason 
that God is called the great I am and not the great I become. God is fully perfect, fully complete. And because God is perfect, everything that comes from him is a reflection of that perfection. James reminds us in chapter 1, verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. God is the creator and he enters into relationship with his creatures, with us. But scripture clearly teaches that while God changes our reality and changes us, he himself is not changed. The psalmist writes in Psalm 102, In the beginning you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like clothing, you will change them and they will be discarded. But you remain the same and your years will never end. I am so thankful that we can rely on a God who does not change. Because by comparison, I know I change. Hopefully, mostly for the better. Sometimes I change from minute to minute, as Gavin can attest. But we have this assurance that in a world where change is unavoidable and, in fact, necessary part of life, where even rocks decay, metal rusts and soil erodes, God remains the one enduring and unalterable source of life and every perfect gift. In Malachi 3 verse 6 we read, For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. God's steadfastness offers comfort amidst the unpredictability of life. Those who trust in him can look on tomorrow with confidence, knowing his promises don't have an expiration date. We see the truth in scripture that because God doesn't change, we have assurance that God is reliable in his promises. He keeps his word, not just because he wants to be faithful to his word, but because he cannot change his word, regardless of what we do. What a relief. God knows everything. He is the Alpha and Omega. He knows the beginning from the end, including all the days on earth each of us has, as well as the secrets of our hearts. There is no situation no circumstance, no election, no disaster that God has not taken into account. 
And while we are being rocked by all that is going on, pandemic, the revealing of systemic injustice, election turmoil, and fears for the future of the country and the world, nothing catches God by surprise. What a hope this gives me. What a comfort. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13, we read that even if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful. For he cannot deny who he is. So regardless of our changing responses to God, the ups and downs of our life and the ebbs and flows of our relationships, God is unchanging. We have this amazing, unshakable confidence that God, who we have an eternal covenant with through the redemption that Jesus brought, remains steadfast, not because of us, but because God is immutable. God does not change. However, the immutability, the unchangeability of God does not mean that he is unmoved or detached from what we are going through. If we have a view of God as far off in heaven, just hanging out on a cloud, indifferent to what is happening in our lives, we would be wrong. One scholar explains, God is unchangeable. Not because he is inert or static like a rock, but for just the opposite reason. He is so dynamic, so active, that no change can make him more active. He already is the God that he has always been and will always be. He can't be more loving wise or powerful tomorrow than he is today. Yet God is also always interacting with us, creating, sustaining and redeeming. We see this beautifully in the scripture that as as foursquare we hold as our core belief. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. You may have noticed that that verse is always displayed before service. If you haven't noticed, then make it a scavenger hunt item for next week. We display that verse, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever, because it is our reminder that despite what is going on, we place our trust our hope in Jesus, whose nature and promises remain the same. You see, God acts out of the unchanging perfection of his fully actualized being. And these acts are always gratuitously good, extravagant. They're lavish expenditures that never diminish inexhaustible riches of the giver. God is always working with us, among us, 
and for us. Even, and perhaps especially, when the church is online. Even in this moment, when things seem always in crisis, when you may wonder, what is going on in the world? Or just, what is going on in my life? But as the old saying goes, this too shall pass. That saying, this too shall pass, it's often mistakenly thought to come from the Bible, but we don't actually find it in Scripture. And that phrase makes it seem like we just need to grit our teeth and struggle through because eventually we'll get past our current circumstances. Instead of the phrase, and this too shall pass, what we actually do find repeated again and again in the Bible is the phrase, it shall come to pass. And I love how this changes our position. Instead of suffering through whatever we go through, we instead are promise focused. We are thinking of all those things God has declared and we know that if we haven't seen it yet, then we need to be expectant and prayerful because God, who doesn't change, has promised that it shall come to pass. The truth is, God is not on the defensive. So if we are in the midst of crisis and trying to comfort ourselves that, well, at least this too shall pass, God is inviting us to align with his will and his promises that it shall come to pass. But what shall come to pass? Well, <laughs> this is where we extend our scavenger hunt and to scripture and begin digging into the treasures that he has stored in there just for you. In fact, I'm only going to give you a couple answers today because I want to challenge you to embark on this exploration for yourself. Imagine, if you will, that you are a biblical archaeologist and adventurer, perhaps a cross between Indiana Jones and Dora the Explorer. And God, who is eternal and unchanging, is inviting you into this adventure to discover all the amazing truths and treasures he has hidden just for you. He has hidden them in the hopes that they will be found, kind of like parents hiding Easter eggs for their kids. You're not going to find them by doing nothing, but some are just laying out there, easy to spot as soon as you start to look while others are tucked under some plants and you will need to dig a little to try and find them. But God wants you to find the treasures he's put there just for you. As your pastors, we love to teach and share with you. But the best thing we can ever do is to help you get to a place where you are going to God and going to scripture yourself and getting God to speak directly to you. 
but to whet your appetite for the adventure, here are two it shall come to pass promises from God. From Isaiah chapter 65 verse 24, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. That's an amazing Easter egg find. And here's a precious treasure from Acts chapter 2, verse 17. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. God is the great I am, not the great I will be. He is immutable, unchanging. He cannot change his nature or his mind about you. He is always loving, always powerful, always good. His promises stand for eternity and our current circumstances, our mood, our faith level, do not compromise him. I am so thankful that the God I put my trust in, the God I reach to for comfort, the God who is my source of strength when I am failing, faltering or frustrated, never stops caring, never stops working, never stops healing, never stops. He is eternally active and eternally unchanging. 1 Samuel 15 verse 29 reads, He who is the glory of Israel does not lie or change his mind, for he is not a human being that he should change his mind. Sometimes I wonder if God thinks he made a mistake when he created humanity, and surely he is on the verge of giving up on us. Yet he has not changed his mind because he is perfect in his completion. So when he says he loves me, this is not something that is based on my performance or my attitude. It is fact. When he says that this too shall come to pass, pass, there is no fine print. It is certainty because he is the one certainty in this world of perpetual change and flux. I am so grateful for the immutability of God. And I'm also grateful that I can change in response to him and each day become more like his son through the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Mighty God, unchanging, eternal God, we give you thanks and praise that in this crazy, mixed-up world, you are our steadfast assurance. You are unchanging. 
You are our safe rescue. And more than that, Father, you have promised that you will look after us, that you have good plans for us and a purpose. And so, God, I just thank you that we can rest in that assurance that regardless of how we're feeling, your thoughts about us do not change. And, and Father, I just ask right now that you would touch people who are feeling rocked by the circumstances in their life, that, God, you would wrap your arms around them, that you would rebuke the lies of the enemy that, that say that they have failed in any way, or that they are mistaken about you and that you would speak truth to them right now of how precious they are to you, of how much you grieve with them, of how much you seek to to lift them up, to rescue them, to restore them. And so mighty God, I just pray even now that you are touching hearts, that you are giving peace to minds and Holy Spirit, fill us again. We love you, Jesus. You are so good. Be blessed, church family. Amen. Thank you.